Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. (laughs) Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Screen Smash. I'm your host, Dan Morris. Joining me this evening, I have Jake Brown. Hello. Louis Reza. <laughs> and Nick McKay. Yo. Yo. Hey, I'm I always feel bad for the guy going after me. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> I know. I got to remember to always make Louis go last. I got to make Louis last. Yeah. I was wow. starting glad last time, though, so I was like, I got I to gotta be more energetic today. <laughs> that's too chill <laughs> bring it up a notch that's right that's called the spoon yeah. energy here on screen smash the spoon yeah jake you, you will have to have spoons in your fingers that's, from now on every time we do this show it's a brown sharpie for a brown guy the brown guy the fuck dude <laughs> i'm brown too louis brown. Deal with it. <laughs> you can't say he's not louis I'm in the room, bro. (laughs) We have a wonderful show for you all this evening. Tonight, we're going to talk about uh, some old Xbox games getting some love, even on the cusp of Xbox Live Gold coming to an end. Question mark. But also, we're going to talk about single player games versus live service games. Good, bad or otherwise. Uh, I think we got a lot to discuss on that. So we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, right off the bat, Xbox Live is ending the Games with Gold program that's been going for over 20 years. Me personally, as an Xbox player, I've had an Xbox Live account for that pretty much that entire time. It's like I have you get there's a little ranking on Xbox Live, you didn't know that shows how old your account is. And I've had an account for as long as Xbox Live has existed, but they're basically kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Louis? Where you you switch to something new. I forget the word now. I'm blanking. Paradigm shift. Um, there's a, a okay. But what, what, what kind? What kind of shift are we talking about? Like just well, like they're retiring the old one and bringing in a new one. Ah, uh, retiring. <laughs> Sounds it's not what I'm looking for. It's not. I'm not sounding nearly as intelligent. You can't put me on I the spot. <laughs> you did it last time, Louis. You hooked me up, anyways. Uh, hold, <laughs> yeah. on. hold on. 
thesaurus. So anyways, they're retiring <laughs> Xbox Live Gold. They're rolling it into a new form of uh, Xbox Game Pass that they're calling Game Pass Core, which is effectively $10 and does the exact same thing Xbox Live Gold did. But now you get a free library of games to include with that. Um, so to get us started, are any of you guys Xbox Live subscribers? Hell yeah. No, no, no. Jake, I knew. No. Louis, no. at least you had Game Pass, I'm not. right? I was going to say, it's on Game Pass, right? Like well, Game, Game Pass. Pass is now Xbox Live. It, they're kind of like just melding okay. the two together, essentially. Okay. okay. So, well, so I mean, I've never had like just, you know, Live. That's what I mean. So you mentioned like, because I, I know what you're talking about, Dan. Like, I know like they have like the little number above your little gamer tag because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm like, 13, 14 years. I don't know how old mine is, but I know you have like 20, right? At least. So is that going away? I don't know. That's what Something I'm curious about because I, I didn't think of that until you brought that up. I know I did read in the articles and uh, stuff that I was checking out for this topic that Xbox did go on record to say that everything that was included with the original Xbox Live Gold is still staying. Like you're still going to have all the Xbox Live Gold games that they started doing in 2013. Any of those games you've redeemed over the years, as long as you have a active membership with Xbox Game Pass, you will still have access to all that other stuff. So, yeah, that's actually interesting. And I might want to see this doesn't roll out until September 24th, so it might not be able to tell until then. I feel it's like that's the only thing I kind of care about, honestly, because I mean, I have Game Pass Ultimate. There's mm-hmm. like like four different tiers. Like, I, I don't feel like I understand any of them. Like, the what is it? The lowest tier? What is core? Is, well, there's, is it core? Technically, the, there's, the three there's three tiers. But there's the PC. The fourth one is PC, though. I don't think it's not really mm-hmm. a tier within the other ones. Because you have core, which is a... Uh, it's, they're basically doing what PlayStation did when they broke up the PlayStation Plus subscriptions, but it's not quite as ludicrous. Uh, Core is just what was Xbox Live before. Mm-hmm. It's $10 a month or $60 a year. Same pricing, same rate, but now you get a included library of games, much like what PlayStation did with the PS5, but now they stopped. That's gone now. Uh, and they said they're going to add more games to that over time. You've got that. Then you've got the console edition, which is like, regular game pass it's 11 dollars a month and that's full game pass then you've got ultimate which is game pass plus pc game pass plus ea play those are the tiers because it does sound very similar to 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 the rebranding of playstation plus where you got mm-hmm. so now you get essential which is just the ability to play online and you get the the playstation plus free games every month uh which is like three games now every month and then you can get extra which includes game catalog uh, which is like Game Pass, but that is only for PS5 and PS4 games. And then you pay it's a little bit more to get uh, premium, which then includes classic games and you get game trials. So you get like you can get like a two-hour demo of like The Last of Us Part 1 and Gotham Knights and God of War. So it's, it sounds like it's just tiered and that everything just keeps getting added um, the higher your tier goes. Thank you for being the PlayStation expert in this conversation, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of us. Yeah, yeah. Do you you think that they've changed it now to to, to the way it is in in response to kind of what PlayStation's done? Because it sounds like they very much have just followed PlayStation's tier system, which is not a criticism. I'm just saying it sounds like they've really just simplified their product. Instead of having 
Game Pass and Xbox Live, they've said we've got two things that essentially do the same job. Why not just? Yeah, that's what I kind of think. Because I mean, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, to be honest with you. I'm trying to give people <laughs> other chances. I, I, I think it's similar that, yes, they're probably following in a similar scope, but I think they've been wanting to do it for a long time. And they maybe they were letting PlayStation do it first. Um, but I think like Xbox has been leaning towards that model, but they basically had to they had to establish Game Pass as a service first. And it, in the last couple of years is where Game Pass has really taken off and become like a staple of a platform as well as a service. So they're, they're probably at that point now where they're like, okay, we can retire Xbox live gold and just make it Xbox live game pass or Xbox game pass. That that's everything because it makes sense now because before the, with gold, I know it's, it's getting confusing just trying to explain it <laughs> with gold. It was online multiplayer. Plus you got the free games every month, which PlayStation historically copied from Xbox because Xbox did it first. Yeah. Uh, so now it's instead of, you know, X online multiplayer plus a handful of games every month, or it was two games every month. Now it's online multiplayer plus a selection of like 20 games. And they said they're going to add more games throughout the year. Like you're going to get two or three new games throughout the year to the thing, or maybe it'll cycle out kind of like game pass does. Um, and it's basically like, it's that perfect entry because it's only a dollar more to get full game pass. So I think they're doing it with this incentive of like, supersize me you know you go to mcdonald's you pay for a dollar more you get the jumbo one kind of thing it's like if you're paying ten dollars already why not pay another dollar to get the other one i don't know i'm an ultimate i I look at i look at mcdonald's the same way i look at game passes there's only one size and it's it's the top (laughs) yeah i've had ultimate from the beginning basically since it became a thing so it's hard to go back once you've had that because i can play the game pass on console as well as PC plus it includes cloud gaming and cloud gaming is awesome and super convenient. Mm. Cloud gaming is great. I actually played Exo primal on cloud gaming the other night over on my steam deck and it went really well. It played surprisingly good cloud streaming it onto a steam deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember going through um, Jedi fallen order great cloud stream. Oh really? Yeah, man. Mm. And they, like, it, it was, it was pretty good. Louie, do you have any thoughts? Lot, I haven't had a whole lot of uh, good times with the cloud streaming too much. You've not had the best experiences with PC Game Pass, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, you know, like it's it's easy to just say that because of my personal experience, it's bad. But I'm also not so egocentric that I would think <laughs> that way. I'm like, no, I, I get it. I get it. I, I usually have bad experiences with a lot of stuff, especially electronically. But um, I, I do love Game Pass. I do love everything that it brings to the table. I also love uh, PlayStation's Game Pass, whatever it's called. I don't care. I, 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 like, I like what these people are starting to do. I like that they're starting to put more libraries together. I, I like that I have my choices to go back to certain stuff. Like last time I was talking about, I, I've been playing... Um, uh, Legend of the Dragoon, like like just these nostalgia points, man. Like all that stuff is just so goddamn cool to get back to. And especially if they're considering like, you know, remaking certain games, <clears throat> it's a great way to re-experience it and, and even go alongside. Like I was playing Final Fantasy VII, the remake, while I was also playing the the original because I just I just like seeing the, the, the differences. I like seeing what, you know, what the what what I feel for it. 
So I, I, I don't have too much negative to say about it. I don't, like, I, I never was an Xbox guy. I was always a PlayStation guy. So I don't have the, the same nostalgia that you have for it, Dan. But I, uh, I, I can see it being effective um, or being affecting to people. At least less confusing. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I like what Nick is saying about, too, um, that, that it, they're basically kind of copying each other. That's kind of what we talked about a little bit last time. Is that like like what I was saying? I, I I would love to see exactly the same stuff. I just want the choice of what the the actual system can bring. Can PlayStation? PlayStation's got VR done. Xbox has what at this point? Um, they they have better cloud gaming wow. for sure. They have better cloud gaming for sure. It's all within the service. So that's why they I think that they're thinking it's going to work on PC, even though there's definitely some niches in there, but. It's still way better than any other cloud service that has ever existed, considering they don't exist anymore. Ah, uh, looking at you, Stadia. Anyway, <laughs> we, like you know, <laughs> there there is a lot to be had from it, and I like now. I'm starting to see what I've always wanted to see, which is that the platforms themselves are bringing something different. Given if you buy this versus you buy that, I don't want only games on Xbox. I don't want only games on PlayStation. I want all games being available, but I get to choose what platform I want to play them on because this one is better than this one for me because it does this. Done deal. Yeah. So, I think it's so interesting boxed. that you're hitting on the, um, <laughs> yeah, so boxed, but the, uh, the tech <laughs> aspect of it where like kind of like PlayStation banked into VR and Microsoft banked into mm-hmm. cloud gaming. And it's interesting to see, you know, how that's developing for both of those companies. Like PlayStation is definitely killing it with the VR. Their VR is probably one of the best you can get out there. Oh, it's really good. But it's incredibly <laughs> expensive too. Uh, but on the flip side, so Xbox affordable. is doing really well with <laughs> cloud gaming. Uh, so it's kind of like where are your priorities at? Or like me, I want everything. I want the best of both worlds. Most people who would like, if you have the comfort and flexibility to be able to consume everything possible, I want them both ends, but I also like you said, Louis. It's good to have that separation. But to not get too bogged down, I want to bring it around now to how the Xbox uh, Classic games are getting some multiplayer refreshes within Xbox Live. Uh, just recently, in like the last week or so, it came about that old Call of Duty games to include Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Three, and the original two Black Ops all got new updates for their servers for matchmaking so people could actually matchmake and play the old Call of Duties. And what happened? All those games are topping the charts in sales right now. If you go to Xbox Store and look at the top-selling games, it's literally like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops, Black Ops 2. (laughs) All of them are top-selling games on Xbox right now just because of a refresh on the multiplayer, which is crazy. And an ultimate game sale where all of them are like half off. So <laughs> I'm sure that played a part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of this? What do you what do you think this means? I, I could jump in. I think really it's quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yep. But, but, uh, 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 no, I was just going to say. I think it's awesome, man. It's freaking sweet. <laughs> means everybody wants to go back 10, 15 years ago when the world wasn't crazy. Play some freaking Modern Warfare 2 on Terminal <laughs> Team Deathmatch. Yeah, and not have to worry about all the garbage that's happening with like Modern Warfare 1 and or the new Modern Warfares. <laughs> mm. I know, it, was a, it was a simpler time back then, man. 
It's, you know, yeah, modded lobbies and whatnot. There's always that one guy who's <laughs> modded. Just running in the wall. Never moves. He's just like in the wall. <laughs> the Stabbing got, like, everyone until he gets a nuke and blows got, everyone like, up. like the perfect throwing knife. Like, well, I was, I was talking, map and just... I was talking about the AOK guy that, that this just, just like slept on his controller and he's just walking in the same direction. <laughs> dies and then you see him spawn again. <laughs> dies and see him spawn again. I was that guy. That was me. You were the free kill. Yeah. Made me feel good about myself. Get in there, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say it's crazy how, I mean, that's what these games are like more than 12 years old. At least. Yeah. I think, yeah, like 14 Way, years yeah. old. I think yeah. it's Modern Warfare 2 Warfare is from 2009. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Modern Warfare 2 even is 14 years old. That's, that's insane. That, that, I think it, it speaks to the, the, the legacy that Call of Duty has. Is that you've got guys that are like, I mean, I think there's a lot of guys that have the game physically on the older consoles and just saw it on special. And they were like, I'm just going to buy it again and <laughs> can now play. I mean, like, I, I remember I was going to say earlier, I actually had Xbox Live for a little bit because I, I did have an Xbox 360. Um, so there's a nostalgia thing for me as well with Xbox Live. And I actually played the Call of Duty Modern Warfare games on Xbox Live. So, like, it's kind of, it's this weird nostalgia of like, geez, that's just how far gaming has come because I've now got a PlayStation two generations later. And uh, now we're talking about Xbox live and the modern warfare. It's insane. Yeah. I just wanted to, but what a rad idea. (laughs) (laughs) So was it only for Xbox that the servers are back? Is it like for PlayStation? The only I think I've heard is for Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Like I had gotten modern warfare one on the computer one day because it was like three bucks and i started playing it and i'm like wow like i guess they already did do an update this is kind of a weird remake it's it looks a little weird and then i look at the 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 sale time time frame and it's the original modern warfare one that you could just get on steam and so i'm like playing in the um what's it called again the uh like the online uh, and like like i was having a great time i I remember exactly uh, you know all of it it, it's still it's the first time that I wanted to do competitive online and actually got really good back back then. Now my old eyes are like, where is the guy shitting from? So <laughs> like, I, I'm having a little bit of a difficult time, but but I, the nostalgia for that is really hitting. And it's because it's the, literally the old game. So I'm wondering if those servers are going to affect all the other servers, too, because we did have some some trouble, you know, getting match matches. Uh, the only one I could do really was uh, um uh, what is it? A uh, free for all? I couldn't get yeah. a lot of team, but I love free for all. So I, I, I was I was having fun. But you from know. my understanding, that was the case before these updates came out. That you could match make, you could still match make, but it would take forever to find the game, and a lot of times you would end up with like not enough players, or it would just end up quitting out because it wouldn't find the game, even though there were players online. Mm-hmm. Now apparently, that's what this update did was fix the matchmaking issues that the games were having. So it still tells you. Yeah. It still tells you fifteen thousand people playing in lobby, and it's like, yeah, can't find you know matches, that, can't find players. Yeah, that that weird, creepy music. I don't know why was it so scary. It was. Why it was, was really the, weird. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> did as soon as you started doing that melody, I, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> Having freaking you got music burned in your brain. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was like, I was like, I'm so alone. War is hell. <laughs> Man, I've seen things. I'm like, I, I didn't go to war. What the? F- okay, anyway. 
It's an immersive experience. It's really your is. version of war. <laughs> <laughs> My entire platoon was taken out. By a five-year-old. Yeah, what did you? What, <laughs> <laughs> these people think they're real, you know, because they're great at Call of Duty. Like in a real war, I totally do this. Like, oh, all right, okay. <laughs> you gets a paper cut and then cries. Shut up. Stand back, bro. I play Call of Duty. <laughs> Watch out! Watch out! I, I got this. I'm like a, Prestige Twenty, bro. I have a twenty. I have a twenty-seven percentile for headshots, dude. I'm just saying. Like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm a master of the noob tube. (laughs) (laughs) What I want to talk about quickly too, is the power of this. Like when I say power, I'm thinking like, how powerful is this? That games that like you mentioned, Nick are 10, 12, possibly 14 years old, have a massive bloodline. Still, there's still such a desire to play these games that as soon as it gets the tiniest little whiff of fresh air, people are rushing it, you know, and it's making, topping sales charts and people are like yes this is what i want and jake you joked about like people want to experience the the past they want to relive the glory days and that's why i say powerful because think about what that means about our current market that we're in with call of duty games or just xbox and playstation multiplayer games in general now where what what is that like people are having such a hard time enjoying the new games because they're so heavily monetized or they're so like, uh, like predatory with the way they try to get you to spend money. And people are like, I just want to go back and play Call of Duty for days after spending, you know, sixty bucks on it, and then I'm done. That's the money. I might be by the DLCs, and you know, back in the day, the DLCs were pretty cheap and reasonable. And you you buy those map packs, yeah, for ten mm-hmm. or fifteen bucks a piece, and that's what people want. They want to relive those glory days. This also makes me think about the. Xbox's uh, push and uh, focus on backwards compatibility as well as like keeping old games alive. And I hope this is pers- my personal, I hope it's, it's it's a sign of things to come where Xbox continues to breathe life into old IPs and old games to keep them going. Obviously Call of Duty is going to make money and it's still going to work for that but i i can hold out hope that that might mean random obscure games that have been offline for a decade might come back but army of two. Oh my god what <laughs> <laughs> that just went offline that just they, they shut those servers down Who jake and i that? were trying to beat it like, <laughs> i don't know who that was but the, who that guy who said army of two let's <laughs> step forward <laughs> We want to hear from that man. <laughs> Not to mention the what's the biggest struggle as an Xbox fan who's addicted to getting achievements? Online, I think the online achievements, mm. because online achievements are minimal. <laughs> like you, they're limited. Like if you don't get them before the game gets shut down, they're gone. You can't get I, them anymore. I, I just think that's general like if you're a trophy hunter as well even if you like uh, like now pc is starting to do some of that too anytime i see a game that's like oh by the way you have to get online for the, even if it's simple just go online one time and you have yeah. all the online you know achievements i'm like I, I don't i hate you i hate you your grandmother sucks uh your your mom did a bad <laughs> having you and keeping you this is just i i don't like who you are <laughs> this isn't going to work out 
I get so like unreasonably mad when I see that there's there's an achievement, but you gotta go online. Like, ah, like because sometimes you have to make me. They're they're always like ridiculous. Like get get the number one spot five times, and all you're doing yeah, is exactly. playing like ridiculous yeah. people. We were talking about yeah. bots earlier that just like headshot, 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 headshot. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get number one. This. Well, anyway, like, that was such the worst thing, dude. I. I I used to trophy hunts like well I still do trophy hunts and if if I look at a game and it's got some online achievements I'm just like well I'm not getting that platinum because some of them are like very very skill based kind of yeah. like trophies like you know getting like the, the 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 you know the top amount of kills in a in a game that means you have to beat other players and those mm-hmm. other players could have been playing for hundreds of hours to that point. So the nice thing about offline achievements is that you're just against their AI. Like that makes sense. I hate it. I, I feel I feel anger towards that. Maybe not to the same extent as Louis, but yeah. What? I'm totally reasonable. <laughs> well, I was going to hit on it because there was actually a time where games like Call of Duty and other, you know, competitive shooter games, uh, they came under a lot of controversy for those reasons that some of these online achievements were either a little unreasonable. Or the fact that when the game server shut down, you can no longer get those achievements to the point where there was a time where Call of Duty stopped doing online multiplayer achievements. I forget when, but somewhere in their history, they stopped doing multiplayer achievements and it was offline achievements only. I think I want to say like Modern Warfare 2, maybe Modern Warfare 3. Like I can't remember Modern Warfare mm-hmm. 2 having online specific achievements. So it's... I. I can't remember exactly, but essentially they just dropped online achievements altogether. And I can remember a time playing the Turok game that came out on Xbox 360 Ooh. and doing one of those things where you try to like group up with people online. Like, I'm trying to get the achievements in this game before it gets shut down because they were shutting the servers <laughs> down. So people were getting in like custom games and be like, oh, you got to let me stab you five times so I get this achievement. And then you got to, sh- I'm going to let you sh- do this 10 times so that you can get the achievement and like taking turns earning these damn achievements before the game got shut off. There, there, there was a there was a world in um, oh god, what is that? The sack boy? What was that? Little, Little Big, Big Planet. Planet. Okay. Yeah, there, there, there was a, there was a like a couple worlds in Little Big Planet when it first like the first one when it first came on, and I went I went into the live. First of all, it, it, it's still one of one of my favorite games I've ever played. But then there was these little worlds that were like built specifically to just get the trophies for people. It's like hit this ridiculous speed, and they were just like, "Yeah, all right, here's a car that's got like a thousand of those little bulbs in it." Uh, so you get that achievement. It's gonna go ten billion miles a second. You're gonna get that achievement, and then it's gonna launch you up in the air and do two backflips, which is gonna get you that achievement. Just hold on to this thing, and you're good. And they would give you like five achievements just for doing this one level. <laughs> I was like, "That's awesome." Bless yeah, you. That's so wholesome. <laughs> you are doing a service to your fellow man. <laughs> I know somebody who did that with Minecraft. You shouldn't be able to Minecraft Minecraft doing that. You answered the actual Call of Duty. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Jesus, we are losers. Anyway, I am a loser. <laughs> You're a loser with achievements, so it counts for something. I got a platinum. <laughs> <laughs> and I got there all by myself. That's no. the one thing I, I like that PlayStation does that Xbox doesn't real quick. Like it's on topic, but not at the same time. I like the subcategories sometimes that they have. It's like story mode, hundred percent multiplayer, whatever. Xbox is like, no, nope. nope. <laughs> you're gonna get, you get all get that hundred percent unless you get 
Every single last one of those achievements. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does kind of stink that they don't separate it, especially when a game adds DLC and you had 100, yeah. but then the 100 drops down to like 80. Like, that, <laughs> like that's what's, what happened with um the new Saints Row when that came out, and I I, I reviewed it for Couch Soup uh, plug. <laughs> and, that's right for a car podcast 100 percent of it and like I, I love the game and like uh they just had that update i'm going through my achievements and i was like what i'm done to like 67 percent completed <laughs> no yeah i feel like that's uh, hopefully that's something xbox is working on is possibly like a refresh for achievements because i hope man. i love so much about xbox achievements i love the scoring i like how they added like the little diamond for some of like the rare achievements you get like it's like extra shiny and it makes like a shine shing sound when you get those ones uh but yeah i agree that like it could use a little fine tuning and i wish they would add like a tier system kind of like how playstation's got like the bronze silver you know gold and platinum I think that'd be fun to do something along those lines. But I think we've talked about that on the show before, probably. Yeah. That needs to be said again. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> somebody's listening, right? Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> Hello. No. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of something like that though, like I mean, the, changing the achievement system would be like such a small thing, which might like like there's a lot of people that might be like, hey, that's really cool. That's really great. Thanks for doing that. It's not really necessary. Uh, I just want to say, I thought this was really hilarious. PlayStation just released a system update where you can turn off the beep when you turn your console on. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. You can turn it off. Finally. <laughs> That's just God. a random, random fact. But it just I'm going to go right off of that right now and say, thank freaking God, because that beep is loud as hell. Is it really that bad? I thought it was not that bad at all. I've seen people was make through the TikTok comments and videos about like, waking up God. their significant others with the PlayStation beep. <laughs> and it's like the best one ironically saw. talking about it and dan's like no 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 honestly that's a really good feature no, i'm actually really it. glad <laughs> okay so like i literally just watched a tiktok video where it was like this guy's like goes to turn on his playstation he hits the button you hear the beep and then he like turns and he's looking at his girlfriend in bed who just gives him like the gush. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst stink eye possible uh, anyway, very happy to hear that. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> we're going to talk about single player games versus live service games. And what does that mean? A live service game? Uh, it could be a lot of things, but to give some examples or kind of set up the, the discussion here, uh, we're going to talk about games like Destiny, which is a live service game. You know, you got the Avengers, which is now defunct, a failed live service games. And you've got a lot of games down the pipeline that are live service games. Then you've got different subgenres of live service games. You've got the PVPs, the Battle Royales, all that. Everyone knows a single player game. Obviously, it's the most straightforward version of a video game where you play an experience start to finish that's catered. You know, it's one closed off thing that you do. Uh, Nick, you were actually the one that talked about like suggesting this topic. So I want to kind of give you uh, the platform to kind of like tell us where, where what you want to get into for this topic. Like, what? Why is this the thing we want to discuss? Yeah, so I think it's it's interesting because it's two very different gaming experiences. I think that you know I I am a huge fan of single player games. Uh, I always have been. You know, my favorite games are like anything Naughty Dog releases, really. 
where it's like a narrative experience. It doesn't have to be that long, um, but you can enjoy it. Like you could also enjoy it multiple times because it's just that that crazy, that enjoyable. Um, I think the biggest talking point is the the sort of I want to say longevity of of these kinds of games because I mean you could play Uncharted four like six seven times, but you, you know you're still doing the same thing over and over. Where a game like Destiny or you know your battle royale games, you almost you're having a different different experience every single time. Um, so it kind of like you you never know what to expect, and it that's sort of unexplored uncharted territory, if you will, uh, is. <laughs> Kind of, it's, it's, it's interesting in the way that like you, you kind of do something new every single day, Um, you know, and then games like Destiny uh, and I mean, Avengers to an extent, they kept releasing new content that you could, uh, that you could play. So I think that's kind of what I wanted to bring to the table and see what you guys thought. I mean, I've, I've always preferred single player games because online games, I feel like there's, there's a skill ceiling for a lot of games that when you hit it, you kind of. It, it can be terrible. I I used like the, the worst example for me. I got so addicted to Apex Legends. I played it for a couple of hours every single day and I just hit this level where I, I couldn't get any better and everyone around me was so much better. Not to mention their ludicrously ridiculous skill-based matchmaking system. Um, and then I just felt like on top of having a bad player experience, I was having you know, new skins and new purchable stuff, the monetization just shoved into my face and not necessarily to the extent, like they're not saying like, Oh, give us your money, give us your money. But I feel like these games as a service things at the, at the moment, it's like, like with everything, like in social media as well, it's all about engagement. They're just trying to keep you playing, keep you playing. But it's kind of like, why, you know, why do we want to keep playing? I mean, I keep going back to uncharted Four, the last of us, because I genuinely adore that experience. So I wanted to see how do you guys feel about the single player versus multiplayer kind of conversation. And hmm. Fakers, uh, Jake, I, I, I know you're a big Fortnite player, but I know you also no, like, I, enjoy your single player. I, games I enjoy too. both. I enjoy both, and like it's got its pros and cons for each. So like I can't really choose a side for both. I mean, like Nick said, like I I love just about anything Naughty Dog puts out, and like I'm gonna replay Uncharted once every year, um, but like. Looking at games like Fortnite, I think the thing I love about it, like I, I love that they do keep it fresh. I love that that uh like like right now, I, I haven't played Fortnite in two seasons just because I didn't care for it. But it's nice to know that I stopped playing like six months ago and knowing in like another two or three months I can come back and it's it could be something completely fresh again. And I think that's something that's actually really cool that you know, it's not like, oh, all right, I'm just tired of this game. I'm gonna move on. But like now it's like, oh, if I feel that I can go away and come back and there will be something waiting for me when I do come back. Um, I don't like about it. Um, games like. this one like Halo Infinite, that's technically a live service game, right? I, I would think wasn't that supposed to be like the last Halo? <laughs> I look directly at Dan for that one. I'm like, Dan? I, I never thought Dan? of it. Like, if so I'm going to come at you as any form of a Halo expert. I've never thought of it as a live service <laughs> game. I basically just thought it as. They include it's a single player campaign, or it's got multiplayer now that they've added it, and then they have the uh, multiplayer portion, which they were basically just trying to make it copycat Fortnite in the model yeah. of free to play but monetized with battle passes. But I, I never thought of it much of like I know there's going to be more Halo, at least if hopefully there'll be more Halo. That, like that, that's like the kind of issue I have is because like 
I don't know if it is, but I know like a lot of people they're like, oh, like this is the end of Halo. This is where Halo is staying and just being updated from here. Kind of like a Fortnite model or whatever. But like I, I look at like the story of Halo. Like I love single player games. I love story driven games. I'm like, I what are we gonna do for the story section? I mean, yes, the multiplayer is gonna evolve and grow, but it's like I want more story and you're probably not going to add that i mean they could i mean like you know like the marvel avengers but i i don't see that working for games like halo like are you going to get a another eight hour experience for games like halo under a live service i don't i don't know they could release like a halo infinite 2 upgrade or update that where you actually get a new campaign a new story which Spoiler alert, Halo Infinite ended on a massive cliffhanger with the intention of more no, Halo no, no. to come. No! I beat it! <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything more. You just It ends on a cliffhanger. It sets it up for more. You, you, you mean, you mean this franchise no. game is, is, is saying that it's going to be a franchise? Oh! That's right. That's unheard of. Thor, God, was it a God of Love and Thunder that that and that didn't end all of Marvel? What the? I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I want to hit, they, hit on like they, the. Go ahead, Jake. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the finish up the Halo talk real quick. What they need to do instead of any live service, season pass, battle pass, whatever you think you call it, updates, uh, campaign add-ons. They need to, to do what they promised and put freaking split screen, local split screen, co- uh, couch co-op. Oh, that was, yeah. that's that's my yeah. that's my gripe with that. <laughs> what what oh, would you yeah. guys what was you guys after think? Halo Five, we're we're all future Halo games. We're going to have couch co op from now on, <laughs> right? What what would you think? I I just I, I was talking. This is a dumb question. This has no, this is not my point. I just wanted to say, a friend and I, a friend of mine and I were talking about like, what if they just did like like you had like somebody on the couch with you, but they're not there. It was just split screen for the sake of split screen. You're still playing. You're at home. Like if Dan and I, you know, we're in different cities. Uh, we're we're playing co-op, but there was still the split screen, so I can actually like watch what he's doing and stuff like that. That I think it would honestly, like, unironically, I think that would work really well because if I'm like going, no, 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 look at this like gold thing over here, and he's like looking over here, I'd be like, no, 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 you're looking at the wrong thing. Turn around, and then That's I can like actually like guide him to the right spot. You know, like I I just think that would be and cool. But I kind of think real quick. I kind of think right there something cool like a feature like that i think that would actually be kind of cool with uh i don't know dan you should remember the 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 feature when the xbox originally came out the xbox one they had the snap uh, feature i think Mm -hmm. that would be kind of cool to kind of a little picture in picture like the top window Mm -hmm. that would be interesting that way it's not like your entire freaking screen yeah that's what i'm saying like a little a little square picture right right here that'd be interesting all I can think about now with what Louis said was like, if you're playing like Mario Galaxy two player and the one person just controls the little star on the screen and points <laughs> like do this and I can click, I can click on things. <laughs> That's two players. You see the, the thing going all over the play. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. Pick up the stuff. It's over here. It's over here. What are you doing? Ah, yeah. It's yeah, just me it. trying to like guide my six year old playing games that uh, <laughs> my brain. Yeah. So I think works. just my biggest point is like, for games attached that have a single player mode, I just I don't want the live service effect to hurt the single player aspect of it. That's kind of if, where I'm at. If we're going to go into the Halo Infinite rabbit hole that it is, I just would quickly say that as a fan, I always thought and assumed and hoped that Halo Infinite would be like, OK, here's the campaign portion of the game where we're going to give you the Halo 
goodness of campaign and story that you all love and wish. And over here is the multiplayer, which we're adapting to meet current expectations of multiplayer games so that it's free to play with premium uh, add-ons that are, you know, cosmetic only. So it doesn't help players get any better. So they have rock solid multiplayer that you can pay more for if you want, but don't have to, but we're still giving you the amazing halo experience. The only problem is that didn't happen. It, they tried to, and just none of it came together the way they wanted to. And that's, I just, I'll just sit here in silence and hope that maybe they fix it one day. <laughs> Halo Master Chief Collection is still awesome. Halo Master oh Chief God. Collection still gets updates yes. and it's still kick. It's awesome. Master Chief Collection is still good. They keep it's adding amazing. new stuff to it too. Yeah. yeah. That was the first thing that I got that was Xbox exclusive that I didn't get anywhere near touching. Like I didn't have Game Pass yet. I bought <laughs> it on uh on steam now it's just like oh my god look i played it with the with the playstation controller <laughs> this is dirty no. <laughs> <laughs> but to really get into um, it for this conversation too we also have to distinguish between like a game like apex or a battle royale their whole focus of that game is the battle royale there's story there ish but it's not uh, really like that's that it's there, it's like but it's not. And like to really get the story, you have to kind of go to external sources, just like Overwatch. Like you only really get the story if you go to like the website and read random things that some person wrote, and that's your story. But mm. on the flip side, you've got games like Destiny, which has a very detailed, very elaborate story that keeps getting built upon and built upon with each expansion that they release. Destiny, for all sakes, is an MMO. It's it's a shooter game, but it's a story driven, you know, experience with very bespoke set pieces and dialogue and character interaction. It it has PvP, but that's like whereas on the other end, you it's all PvP. That's the only point of those games. So as a game with a service, they're very much in different categories. Uh, but like you can experience a great story with Destiny. Sadly, you can't play that story by yourself, single player. Like, that'd be cool. You know, like be able to pause <laughs> when you're in the middle of a massive yeah. battle and you're like, ah, oh, crap, the dog shit in the bedroom. <laughs> like, I, you gotta, like, ah. I mean, I could understand why that's not going to happen. I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> you can't pause reality because you're playing a game. <laughs> like, all right, all the networks, all, all the engines just. I I need to go get my pizza rolls. Um, <laughs> Everybody, stop what you're doing! I need to clean up this poop. <laughs> the kid is throwing up. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things that happen with that, but I I wanted to give my two cents as well. That like I I really really enjoy. Um, I I'm more honestly a personal gamer. I really like my single story. I like like I'm I'm one of the very few people that liked all of the cutscenes unironically from Metal Gear Four. Where I'm just like I I don't I, I know shut up Jake one <laughs> one of I said one of the, the only people that I know that that like you know I I I, I, I really I really enjoy <laughs> I I can never not be contentious I I I really enjoy just like experiencing something for myself I really enjoy like like being there for myself. Like Maria is always talking about that she loves playing uh, Destiny, but she likes playing Destiny by herself too. 
And I like that too. I don't mind jumping on with friends. I don't mind jumping on with people I know. The problem with other people is that you never know what they're going to bring to the table. So I have two problems with online. Um, and that is number one, you never know what you're going to get. And sometimes people will be badass for a bit and then they just stop. Or sometimes they're so badass, they finish the damn level while you're still beginning. You're like, oh, hey, look at this rock. That's really bad. Oh, oh, I got leveled up. Okay, cool. Like, I hate that too, because, you know, they, they just do that thing where like they cycle through the same thing because it gives them like good experience or something or it gives them like a good weapon, but they didn't get like that one farming. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they know how to do it. They don't have the interest of doing it to, to, for you to understand and, ex- and experience the story. They just want to get their shit and get out. But now you're the one that has to unfortunately be, you know, lopsided along this person. So I, I don't know what the, what the fix would be. Um, but that's one of the problems that I have with it. The other problem is that inherently speaking, online games are not going to, to last eventually their server is going to shut down. We talked about this even with one of our favorites, Dan, you and my, you and yours and mine, uh, Overwatch. Overwatch server, for one, does not exist. We cannot play one. I can still play Modern Warfare 1. I can still play that game. <laughs> and yet, Overwatch is like, no, we made it two. Nobody wants one, because two is better because it's more. Like I, I, it, I, I don't understand that. I don't get that you like. I bought this game, all right. I played this game. I, I put my bones into this game. I blood, sweat, and tears. Mm. Like I had many a drunken night, screaming at my friends, going, "I love you, man. I love you too. I got the, I got the point one. Let's go get point two. You know, there, there's so much that you can get from like we're talking about nostalgia. We're talking about all these different kinds of stuff. Like that's what makes single player games so good. Is that every time you play that game. You're gonna, you can have the same experience or you can have a different one. Instead of going guns a blazing in, inside, I want to go from the back. I want to try this. I want to try that. You can try anything else. You're virtually going to get the same story, but you're, you, you can you know, create your own narrative. This time I'm going to do everything, but I'm going to do it with one gun. Mm-hmm. Whatever the hell you want to do. But with online games, you don't get those kinds of choices. All that you get is just whatever is thrown at you. And sometimes, like I said, you're going to get that badass player that you're going to create a beautiful friendship with. They're going to come to your wedding. And sometimes you're going to get that guy that is getting pizza rolls and is running into the damn wall for 20 minutes. All I can think I'm about now sorry. is Jake's Marshmallow Man. Marshmallow Man! <laughs> Marshmallow Man! That's so crazy to think about, though. Like, Lou, you're sitting there talking about, like, Overwatch 1 getting, like, shut down. And, like, that sits there and makes me think, like, can you imagine... It's not going to be anytime soon, but like, can you imagine years from now, like when Fortnite gets shut down, like for good? Like, I know me personally, I got a lot of freaking skins and money. Put I, in bought, I bought Goku. I bought Dante. I, I bought the, the dude, all the people from Adventure Time. I, I, got, I, got, I got a fish stick. I got. I have three different versions. Three different versions of Nathan Drake. I don't want to lose any of them. Yeah, yeah. All that money you wasted is one. going to want die. It. It's all for nothing. We mean nothing in this reality. We all like it, it's, it's really sad to think about though, because it's like that that happened with me. With um, I mean, I didn't spend too much money. Uh, do y'all remember the? Please tell me what's about Mar- that Marvel yes! RPG game. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I wanted to play that game for years, and I didn't have a computer. The action RPG, right? Freaking, yes, the yeah. one that wasn't a freaking uh, potato. Um, so I, I waited, and it's like, oh, it's coming on console. I was like, oh, hell yeah! 
sold comics for like a freaking month, man. And like I sat there, I bought the Spider-Man bundle. I'm the freaking nerd that I am. I bought a bundle for both Xbox and PlayStation, and then they yeah. shut the servers down like a month later. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> they shut it down. And I was like, dude, I was, like, I was having so much fun with that game because I couldn't get into the DC Universe game. And I know that's a great game. Like, people swear by that. But, and sorry, sorry, oh, go ahead, Jake. I didn't want to cut you no, off. No, no, I mean, but, like, but that's it. Like, dude, I was so happy. And it's like, I, every time I go through my Xbox library and I'm like, I see that pop up. You see like, that. Oh my man, oh, I yeah. see freaking Captain America sitting there, Spider Man swinging in the background. I'm like, golly. <laughs> it was I a good it. game, too. It was. I liked it. It, it. it was like the the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, but like, it was Diablo. Marvel. Yeah, Diablo, yeah, Diablo sense. Oh man, I'm so happy you know what I'm talking about. Oh my god, dude. I, I, before you even said it, I'm like, please tell me you're talking about that Marvel game. The was it Omega? Marvel Omega. Omega it was like Marvel Omega or something. I forget now. But yeah, I went through the exact same experience with it. Marvel uh, Heroes. Omega. I just learned too. Like, I'm really sad to hear that that new Gundam game is getting shut down at the end of the year. It's like a hero shooter based on like Overwatch. It's a Gundam game. It came out last year. I play the crap out of it, oh, and now it's getting that. shut down already. Like Oh, I hope he didn't spend money on that game. <laughs> guys, guys, I think I think we're I think we're forgetting the biggest tragedy in video game history, and that was that uh, Final Fantasy VII online only game that lasted. Nobody remembers exactly my point. <laughs> it lasted I know what like you're talking about. two months or something. <laughs> they were the, they were like nobody's buying. Like yeah, isn't it Soldier or First Soldier? First Soldier, First Soldier, Final Fantasy VII. I'm sure. I, I'm sure. Unironically, there was at least a handful of people that really enjoyed it and really loved what it was bringing to the table. It didn't even last a full year. What what happens to them? You know, all the stuff that they bought, all the stuff that they did, all the time and the energy and everything that they gave to this game. Um, that's just yeah, yeah, it's over, dude. Yeah, good. De- <laughs> so depending who made it, they could get a refund. Some some games may do it. Yeah. On that point, that comes down to the deeper argument of just digital gaming and the for for villain for volatile now digital gaming in general. Like that's why you talk about physical versus digital, because no matter what digital gaming is like, you're buying a license. You're not buying the game like the physical disc. Like this is a disc that I own. This is mine forever. It's never going away. It might break, but it's not going to go away. I have this digital games can just poof. Like they can just no longer be there anymore. You know, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance is another example. Like you just can't get that game anymore. Yeah. The digital. God, yeah, don't talk to me about that. I, I, have, <laughs> it. I have it, but it's sad. No, I'm, it's sorry. Sad I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to get you as heated as possible. Up a, you're bringing up a source subject. Moral of the story, Marvel, step your game up. <laughs> Put your games back on. Your movies are great. What the hell where, is going where's on? Where's X-Men Legends 3? <laughs> But I to to bring it to like the other side of things too. I want to talk about like the downside of single player games in that they are condensed experiences, where they you you can't fix a problem in a single player game that's like printed on yeah. a disc. You know you can't you can't completely like overhaul something or at least like like you said, Louis. Like you can approach a game in a different way, maybe, but it's still finite. You can only do that mission so many times in so many ways. And you're going to get that same dialogue. You're going to get those same cutscenes. You're going to watch that one cutscene a thousand times and you're going to skip it. Like, I've seen this enough. I'm done with this. Whereas the online 
games have the option to add new narrative and new dialogue and new experiences that you wouldn't get in a strictly single player game. But real quick too, I wanted to kind of get on my own little soapbox here. Louie, give me your soapbox. Yeah, where are you? Uh, oh, here. So within this, argu- <laughs> within this argument, I want to mention Final Fantasy 14 and other MMOs in that vein. Final Fantasy 14, I want to bring up because one, I've been playing it lately. I've been playing the game since it came out, honestly, but I, I always dip my toe in because like it's hard for me to commit to paying the monthly subscription if I'm not playing the game enough. I have to validate that subscription. And if I spend the 15 bucks and then I only play the game for a few hours, I'm like, ah, that's kind of a waste of the money. So I kind of like dip my toe in it here and there. Final Fantasy 14 has really come into its own in the last couple of years with like really great expansions and DLCs. And it's, it is an MMO. You are going to play the game and there are other players but they also did something in recent years that uh, cater to uh, players who don't like playing with other players. And if you don't know this, there are like dungeons and raids that require a full crew of people that you have to have other players. But Final Fantasy XIV actually added the option to do those dungeons with NPCs. So if you're a solo player and you don't want to have to party up with random people you don't know, or if you don't have any friends like Louie, you can just grab some NPCs to get through the dungeon with you. And that way you can just keep, you know, playing along in your solo world and game experience. And I kind of want to give Final Fantasy 14 a little love for that, that they've found a good way to cater to both audiences and it's coming to Xbox mm-hmm. now. And I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Woohoo! They said that they were going <laughs> to do that back in 2019 and it's finally happening Last next week. year. No, I don't Stay like to. Don't, sorry, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did a thing. I oh, don't Harry, agree Louis, with. soapbox. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> have you guys played that Final Fantasy fourteen? Do you have any thoughts on MMOs? I have tried. I, I've never actually gone into. Go ahead, I've, I've never actually gone into playing an MMO. I don't think I I played World of Warcraft I think for like a couple of days like twelve years ago, but um yeah I I never I I never it wasn't that I didn't understand the appeal of it but it's it always kind of seemed like like it was a bit daunting because you know like an MMO you got to really dedicate yourself to it you got to be playing every day you got to find like a a crew you're saying things. the same this, thing this, as this you idea. said for Apex Legends <laughs> yeah. I just don't, I don't play online. I like to just room it and just play, play Uncharted for the 70th time. <laughs> just, leave so, me alone! So case in point, I'm going to keep playing leave Uncharted 4. Hey, Nathan. There is only one game to rule them all. Yeah, I know. I get that. <laughs> but that, but that's also what I was talking about. Like, like, you know, Dan, you said that it might be like a, like a, a, a bad point, but I kind of like the nostalgia behind it. I like the mistakes. I like knowing that this game oh, yeah, isn't absolutely. perfect. I have to work around it. But, but, you know, but I see what you're also saying is that like, when you get that, that general life improvement um, for certain games, like I, I love Final Fantasy seven. Everyone knows that I'm, I'm a horror for Final Fantasy seven. But when it comes to like the remake, I do still really like it. I have it's got its problems, absolutely. But I loved finally seeing the exact image in my skull that I saw whenever I hit X to hit, and then Cloud would go. Mm. In my mind, 
what he's doing in this thing where he's going like backflips and then like 10,000 things. Like, yeah, that's what was happening in here. So I, I, I love that, that new quality of life. I love that new, that uh, bringing things new into, into introduction. Of course, please give it more than, I don't know, 10 months of it being made. And then like, we're going to remake it. No, 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 no. You're going to update it. Just update it. Put in a DLC. Put in something that is going to give it some kind of quality of life. That's all I need. I just want ray tracing on it. That's it. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need anything else. Shut so, up. <laughs> to bring it around, I want to bring that back to how we were talking about these old games getting refreshes with Xbox Live. Yeah. Like, how great would it be for something like that? A classic beloved game to get some sort of breath of fresh air and like, on that same point, like I'm playing Metroid Prime Remaster and I absolutely love it. And I wish more games would get that kind of a treatment. And even just like I would like to see more classic games that I remember playing just kind of get like uh, like new versions on Xbox, like the Lord of the Rings game that EA did for PlayStation 2. Bring that back and add multiplayer to it. Bring online multiplayer to the original Lord of the Rings games because I know Jake and I would immediately get online and say, like, let's go. You know, where is that game? Why is that not? Why is that not there? Why when I search Lord of the Rings, the only game that comes up is freaking Gollum. What the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, tangent over. Tangent number two. But I no, I like that point though about the remasters. Like there's there's so many great games that I could, you know, benefit massively from having like a fresh coat of paint. I mean, just the fact that like all of the Call of Duties are selling so well now, just because their servers are up again. I mean, there's there's so many games. And I I, I just thought of it as a quick little point. Are there any remasters that you can think of that have been like really bad? Hmm. Most of the ones I think every are- remaster that I've that I've played, like the the Tomb Raider uh, 2013 definitive edition, it was like the PS level PS4 Xbox One port. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. The Nathan Drake collection is amazing. I, I like every remaster is like I just get to play this again. You know, like it's a great game already. I can't I can't actually think of any remasters that are like bad. I think the worst ones that I could even think of, like not necessarily from firsthand experience, but there's a lot of games that get. Uh, port dumped which is where they take the original code and they might like up res it to like 1080p and then they just dump it on a modern console without any quality of life improvements and it's like why did i spend 10 or 20 bucks on this because it's worse than the original game like there are those like some of the like star wars games that um what the heck is a studio they just did a bunch of dump ports port dumps of those old star wars games they didn't do anything to improve on them they didn't do anything to make them better uh, and then there's the remake versus remaster discussion so it's mm-hmm. like when you have a game that's like uncharted that's a great game you don't it doesn't need a remaster so much like when it's already great it you know it's an update just give it an update yeah i'd be happy with that like i'm fine <laughs> with that like give me classic original xbox games but make them playable like i want hunter the reckoning playable on original xbox with some xbox achievements i mean playstation already kind of does that a little bit with like the playstation classics ps1 the ps2 mm-hmm. games it's the original game just a little up and they throw in some trophies to help add to like modernization that's all i want really just more of that 
that that's not bad for a lot of games but then there's other games that you get that are like they tried really hard i'm i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and borrow from somebody uh like like the uh grand theft auto trilogy that when that came out they didn't do it right they, they were just like okay so this thing that was made for an engine that was this big is now going to be made for an engine that is that and now we have potato literal potatoes running around an entire thing it didn't work because they they didn't do the work they just literally grabbed the game and then tried to make it fit into this new thing that that just wasn't going to wasn't going to take I personally don't like when I get a remaster that is just the exact same game, but a little bit prettier. I don't always like that. Sometimes it's fine. Like if, if you know, it's on a platform that I can't get like PlayStation one, and then I get, you know, newer graphics, but I'm still getting the exact same tank controls and all of that. I'm okay with that, but I'm not great. I want it to be different. I want it to be updated to modern, um, uh, uh, utilization like the way that we you know we can use these buttons that never existed back then i want to see what they could do with it i want to or if they decide that you know this game is perfect as it is and i want the challenge to be there that's fine too i like i'm a little bit worried about the silent hill 2 remake because i want it to still feel ugly i want it to feel bad i want it to not be i don't want him to be a combatant who's going in and then doing barrel rolls and backflips and breaking people's necks with his <laughs> legs i want the ugly i want the the weird james who picks up a bat and is like uh, uh, like that's his first swing you know so anyway that that's <laughs> that's how i feel about about remakes it could it, it can go either way but like that's like with that everything that's like saying oh it could be a great day today mm-hmm. or it could not so I'm covering all my bases without saying anything. Keep it big. So in closing, single player <laughs> games have their merits. Multiplayer games, it depends. Like, uh, there, there's a lot to get into when it, we talk about uh, the live service games because you've got your battle royales, you've got your your like MMOE type games like Destiny and or the Avengers, which like Destiny is the pinnacle of how to do a live service game and avengers is the not way to do a live service game um you can't just beginning to end copy and paste and try to make destiny essentially the reason destiny works is because rock solid gameplay that's what keeps most people coming back to destiny is just amazing gameplay the story is good too but the gameplay is what really keeps people around Story, but, the darkness. The darkness. <laughs> like, the light in the darkness. But now you control the darkness to fight the darkness. Anyways. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you need 12 people with names you can't pronounce and they don't spell them the way they sound. And then you can have a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> this has been a, a excellent conversation, guys. I, I love how we kind of like it went in all directions with it. Like, I'm sorry it didn't have much of a through line. <laughs> But I think it, it had a lot of great discussions and like we kind of went down some great nostalgia rabbit holes with it. Uh, but I'm OK with it. So, yeah, I'm going to say good night. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Nick. And thank you, Louie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the PlayStation says goodbye.
Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. 